Hail and welcome everyone to today's podcast. Let's get into the mood a little bit with some Donheim. This song is called Ginung. Hearing them bells are ringing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Got a fun uh, episode hopefully lined up for you all today. Let's get into it. Come on. Let's feel it. Yes, 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 yes. I, uh, <laughs> funny thing is before this, before you guys got this, I was, I was starting to record my intro and, uh, realized that I had no audio, um, sharing to you guys. So wouldn't that have been awesome? I'd have been over here just like vibing in my own earphones or my own headset or whatever. And, uh, you guys have been listening and watching going, what the hell is he doing over there? Singing the dancing to songs in his head or something. But anyway, that was Donheim. Uh, the song's uh, was uh, Ginung, as I mentioned before, and this is the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, which is a Midgard Musings production, and my name is Jesse, and I'm your host, so thank you for tuning in, thank you for watching, thank you for listening today, um, hope you all have had a, a great uh, week since the last episode, um, it's been an interesting one for me, to say the least, we're going to talk a bit about it, ramble on a bit about it, you know, um, got a guest coming up here just in a short minute or two um so before we get into that let's uh let's get our uh let's get our intro going so here we go Okay. Well, once again, um, hail and welcome back to uh, this week's episode of Random Heathen Ramblings. Um, if you guys like what I do here and you want to, you know, continue uh, seeing it, hearing it, what have you, uh, please consider supporting the podcast in any way that you can, especially through your uh, engagement. So vote up the podcast, upvote it, like it, share it, um, all that kind of stuff on whatever platform that you're listening on. Uh, for all of you folks that are on Spotify, uh, I hope at least by the time this podcast is aired, that uh, you guys will have, and gals out there, you will all have the option to also watch the video podcast on Spotify. They've um, opened up a new feature um, for video podcasts on uh, on Spotify, which is cool. You know, so there's that now. Um, you guys have the video version on on Spotify, so... Um, really appreciate you being here and 
tuning in today, being a part of it all. Um, like I said before, it was it has been an interesting week to say the least. Um, a lot of plans that had been, you know, set in place or made um, didn't pan out for a variety of reasons. We're going to talk a bit about it today, though. We're gonna we're going to um, we're going to get into it all. So uh, we got a guest coming on here shortly. Um, it's going to be uh, my good friend and dear brother, uh, Richard McCune. He's been uh, on the podcast before, actually. And uh, he is not heathen, which I've mentioned um, a number of times. Uh, he's also been on the YouTube channel. Um, but he is uh, one of those folks who are, you know, the most heathen, uh, non-heathen that I know. Um, just his outlook on life, his, his you know, it's pretty, I think, you might want to say eclectic in his spirituality or whatever, but we're going to talk more about it today because what Richard wanted to do is that he really wanted to get into like the meat and potatoes of, of some of the stuff that he uh, believes in and, and, and wants to get, uh, as he puts it, you know, <clears throat> get the gloves off, take the gloves off and talk more about some of his stuff. So there's going to be dialogue back and forth between him and I. Um, of course, if you guys are interested and you want to share your thoughts or opinions about this podcast episode or any other podcast episode for that matter, you can always call into the Midgard Musings hotline. That number is 615-671-9832. Leave a voicemail. We'll feature it here on the podcast. We'll listen to what you have to say. Um, if that's not a thing, you don't want your voice heard for whatever reason, you can always uh, write into the podcast. Um, Midgard Musings TN at gmail.com is the uh, email address here. And you can also hit me up on any of my social medias. The best options are going to be either to, um, you know, DM me on Twitter or on Facebook. I don't have Instagram set up uh, for messages, and I don't monitor that platform. I just have it linked to the to the Facebook page, so that way there's cross promotion going on. So if you want to get in touch with me there through Facebook or Twitter, feel free. Again, email is another option. And uh, yeah, just feel free to you know engage with the podcast, ask any questions that you might have, bring up any topics that you'd like to hear us talk about. Got a lot of really cool guests lined up for you um, here uh, through the rest of this month and into November. Um, so really looking forward to having more uh, special guests on here. So um, without further ado, let's go ahead and welcome in uh, Richard today and uh, see what he has to talk about about uh, his beliefs. He's um, Enochian. I don't know if Enochian is the right... I mean, it, it, Enochian keys, Enochian magic. Um, he subscribes to a lot of the philosophies um, and some of the spiritualities, but we're going to talk more about that when he comes on here. So let's go ahead and uh, welcome in Richard. All right, folks, like I said, here's uh, Richard McCune. Uh, gave him gave you guys a brief uh, intro about who who this guy is, <laughs> who this brother of mine is, and uh, so yeah, Richard, why don't you just uh, introduce yourself again for everybody real quick? Hey, uh, well, my name is Richard uh, McCune, and uh, I practice uh, I guess a different type of religion and. Uh, faith you was you could say philosophy um i tend to have enochian beliefs uh kind of 
built around uh, some other ideas, uh, beliefs that I've come up with over the years. Um, it's not any uh, anything in particular. It's just I was just uh, kind of like whatever works. Things, kind of whatever works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's throw them in a bag and see what happens. Big old, big old crock pot of of weird stuff, right? Yeah, and <laughs> even some. Uh, I'm starting to get back into uh, some, uh, I guess, Enochian magic. Uh, uh, getting in more into the woo stuff. Yeah. You know, I don't know, man, if it's if it's just me or if it's a lot of folks that I mean, I, I guess it's a lot of folks that I'm kind of just connected with. But like <clears throat> this time of year, I, I talked about this a bit on the last podcast, but like this time of year, it almost is like a, a you know, for, for all of us that are into a bit of like the alternative spiritualities, you know, whether it's paganism or any other sort of occult, eclectic, you know spirituality it's like this time of year is like everything's dialed in really really like you know yeah. what i'm saying you know like like oh so now to get into like the woo-woo stuff or this you know the more uh, the woo-woo stuff this is the time of year right um, yeah do you think yeah. that that's do you think that that has anything i mean you know we're talking right now and it's you know a couple of weeks before uh well it's literally i think what's today the 11th uh, at the time of this mm-hmm. recording so by the time this airs it'll be it'll be thursday so for the folks that are watching and listening you know it's it's the 14th i'm doing my math right and something like that yeah something <laughs> like that so like for you know for me and and my folks uh you know winter nights is, is right around the corner and then you've got Samhain, which is right around the corner after that and uh it's just do you do you, do you uh do you have anything that you that you know is equivalent to to that or are you just kind of like in tune with a little bit of everything in your, in your um i just you know i feel like yeah. we're having this conversation now about you know exploring our spirituality and what regardless of what it is whether it's paganism or anything else and it's just i think it's the timing of it all is pretty yeah you know important um just kind of in general for me uh anytime there's a full moon uh there's a lot of energy there and uh, that's usually when i'm pretty well connected um what i mean by that is connected to to, uh my deity that i believe in and uh also a big month uh for me is uh, august is when he's got the most power um so um I never, to me, uh, Halloween is just another day for me. <laughs> right, right. Um, you know, if there's a, a full moon uh, going on, uh, the, you know, whenever there's a full moon going on this month, that is usually when I'll uh, put some of my energy out to the universe and things I might want to say or, you know, if I want to commune with my deity a little bit um not necessarily try to summon or anything like that nothing too crazy not trying to not trying to sacrifice goats here but uh (laughs) not this week maybe maybe next week no not this week (laughs) you know the price of goats is so high these days you know you ghost is putting out a new album so there might be some uh there might be some sacrificing going on i mean there's almost definitely going to be something happening i mean when, when we're talking about ghost over here you know i mean the hunter's moon da, 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 da. yeah yep yep 
<clears throat> I love that. They like they have this this ongoing uh, uh, it's almost like every album is 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 a concept album, but there's there's like this ongoing saga, you know, uh, with each album and yeah. and the you know there's a new uh you know you got the the what is it papa what is he now four. The, is he four, four is, he, is it the four or fifth <laughs> yeah i couldn't keep i've been losing track because you had you know cardinal and you had i uh, just mm -hmm. yeah it's 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 what's wild man and, and but they really put a lot into it you can tell like there's there's a very ritual theater uh aspect i think to it all he was talking about uh the the, the new song and uh so he kind of touched a topic I was not really too familiar with. Um, I don't really know a whole lot about it, but uh, he, he, he made reference to, uh, I, I, he was looking for ideas for writing a song and he came across Harvest Moon. And um, as he was doing research on Harvest Moon, he came across Hunter's Moon, which uh, takes place during, you know, around Halloween time uh so we have harvest moon which takes place uh during when it does take place yeah it's, and, it's, it's, and, it's like and, we just passed the we just passed the a harvest moon um like for us uh, you know for like historical heathens that are very uh in tune with how like perhaps the the you know pre-christian uh germanic tribes kept and held their you know holy tides and their and their special days and events and stuff the uh winter nights which is coming up was was very was a very pivotal and very important time of year because you know it's preparing for the dark darkness preparing for the winter months mm -hmm. but the harvest moon that was just literally this past full moon i think um uh was also you know um at least for us here in like North America, you know, it's, I always think that that's important too. It's, it's, it's cool to get into like the historical side, but you got to be regionally, uh, you know, in tune with, with that whole thing. If you, if you're in, in a part of the world that doesn't, it doesn't really jive that well. Like it's kind of like mm -hmm. the whole, the whole purpose is lost, you know, like you're just doing it because, well, that's what the ancient heathens did. Well, why are you doing what you're doing now? How are you, you know, mm -hmm. observing your, heathenry now or whatever how are you doing your practice now which i think is interesting because like you mentioned before and so like well, I, I wanted to call to attention right that fact that you know we've talked a little bit about your beliefs we did a we did a, a video a year or two ago i think it was um yeah. where we you know i kind of like asked you a few questions so and then yeah. you were back here on the podcast uh almost a year ago it was it was i think the end huh. of last year beginning of this year somewhere yeah it was for the like the anniversary uh, thing. Yep, and you were on. Yeah, you were on the the, the live stream. I mean, you've been your your face mm -hmm. and your voice have been heard <laughs> on this platform a number of times. And uh, mm -hmm. I wanted to you know make mention of the fact that you know last time you and I spoke offline, it was like I want to get I want to you know go in here and and kind of like take the gloves off about this whole yeah you know discussion. So I'm really anxious to see like where this goes <laughs> and how it how it transpires because you know you're talking about you know, communicating with, as you say, you know, your deity, um, and this, you know, Enochian magic and full moons and energy. And it's all very cryptic to maybe the untrained or uneducated minds or ears. So what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I guess this is like, we'll just segue into that when you're talking about like talking to your deity, like, what is that all? 
like let's talk about it like what does that look like yeah. like how is that what and, and who are you talking about when you say your d yeah yeah um so uh the dd that i follow is astaroth and okay. uh for a lot of you who don't know that uh a simple google search will give you your, your answer um is the, is the google results going to be something that's accurate because you know there's a lot of misinformation out there so if anybody just looks at the wikipedia article or or whatever about uh, the wiki the wikipedia yeah the wikipedia um page about him uh is pretty accurate for the most part doesn't give you all the information uh there's a lot more you can look up um you know uh and you have to do some digging after that and you have to really decide on whether you want to take it at, at face value or not because yeah that's really so, up to you at that point so you know for anyone that's just like listening and, and whatnot right now and it's like okay well I'm, i don't want to google it right now i'm looking at like it's mythology.net and astaroth is it says fast facts that he he's classified as a demon mm-hmm. gives him some other uh aliases you know um ash taroth uh versus mm-hmm. astaroth great duke of hell uh right. thought to have originally been part of king solomon's household i don't know that's pretty interesting knowledge of the past present future knowledge of sciences knowledge of, of the creations uh creation story and can grant power over serpents um and he's a ruler of 40 legions of souls and spirits yeah so is that like a a crash course into who astaroth is yeah that's pretty much where that you're gonna find that phrase uh and you know alistair crowley books or you know or different uh translations of that you know thrown throughout so um trying to think um i think you're so uh, when it, when you were talking about uh, you know science and mathematics, uh, I, I tend to take that in a different way. Not we're we're not we're not summoning him to talk about uh, one plus one here. Um, mm. It's more <laughs> uh, I kind of take that as an intelligence conversation. Um, I, I kind of take a different meaning with that. Um, just as a whole, that's, you know, intelligent, intelligent conversation, wisdom. Uh, yeah. So I yeah, wouldn't be honest with the, the, the yeah. 101 type stuff, you know, more of the advanced mm-hmm. studies, maybe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. So if you're looking to ask some of the tough questions uh, about um, um, Looking to pose some of the tough questions uh, about him, um, or about uh, looking to seek answers about uh, the universe, energy, uh, other deities, maybe. Um, Though that's the that's that's who you want to 
want one to summon or um he's also the easiest to summon he doesn't really require um a sacrifice per se okay or yeah, so-, so yeah some do require some sort of tribute uh usually uh some energy like a drop of blood or uh or sometimes uh something a little bit more um he does does not really um i haven't read anywhere where he requires any sort of uh big sacrifice or anything like that uh, and i think um that's kind of uh getting a little out there for me uh i i think you can uh speak to any any type of energy without uh any sort of sacrifice or anything like that i think if you throw energy out there the universe will respond in kind yeah i'm uh so that's something i don't really uh believe in i don't really believe in making sacrifices and you know and things like that no it's interesting i'm like just reading this site and again this is just like one of the first things that i pulled up that wasn't like a wikipedia article or a fandom page or something about a a figure in some sort of you know pop culture i don't know game or 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 anime or something it says that uh if you are able to summon Astaroth, you find that the demon is quite forthcoming with information and always answers truthfully mm-hmm. and that he's especially fond of telling people the creation story and the tale regarding the fall of the angels and the old world. Right. What is that? What is it? What is What are we talking about with that? What is, what is that whole thing touching on? I know we've talked about like you and I've talked about separately, uh, the book of Enoch mm-hmm. um, and where these stories go more in depth, but maybe if you just can like summarize it a bit for people not knowing. So to some who may not follow the book of Enoch or uh, what that is basically saying is, you know, we'll talk about the fall, you know, the cast out of heaven, hell, um, and, but because of my beliefs, because I believe in, I, I take the teachings of the book of Enoch. Um, to me, that it, it represents the fall to earth. And there's a big difference there. I don't so, really believe in the concept of hell. Uh, when, which concept? Like the, the Christian concept of like of a place of, eter- of eternal damnation, yeah. torment? Mm-hmm. And that whole sort of thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, what I remember from the book of Enoch, I mean, so <clears throat> a lot of all, a lot of that stuff is going to be very um, focused on figures that you would hear about and come across in Christianity. Angels, you know, demons, um, God as a, as, a, as a singular or secular being, as it were. Um, and this battle or, or, or this, um, kind of, uh, rift that, that, that takes place amongst the ether or, or the, 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 in, in the realms of the sacred, whether it's, you know, God and the angels and, and the demons. And there's this like battle that is, it kind of takes place. Am I right? Like, am I, am I remembering mm-hmm. it correctly? And there's this like 
an uprising almost or, or or a mutiny kind of to overthrow this god or this this supreme god and then why is that like what's 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 going yeah. on so that part is not uh you're i don't think you're going to really find that in any sort of books um however if you do commune with uh astaroth uh, he'll definitely allude you to that so you're not going to find that in, in any sort of book so it really makes it hard to um, put forth, in, you know, some evidence to back up that claim. Um, yeah, I mean, but, when we say evidence, yeah. I mean this is all like this is all lore that we're talking about. I mean, this yeah, is you're not going to find this and... on the internet. You're not going to find this <laughs> on Google. Uh, this is uh, you're going to you're this is going to be a personal experience for you. Yes. And um, so, yeah, yeah, that's basically what, what, I, I what can't kind think of, of anything else. like what what brought you into this whole uh, path? Because, I mean, from from anyone maybe that doesn't have any understanding or background about the occult um, uh, or any other sort of like whether you call left hand path or Satanism. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of what we're talking about mentioning of names and, and stuff like these figures are also present in those uh, sorts of beliefs too. Right. I mean, it's, it's, yeah. you yeah. know, so, but as we all know, uh, demon is also another meaning for angel. Yeah. So it yeah. really depends on how you use those words. Right. Yeah. And I think the, the, uh, the, the negative connotations of, them being one in the like angels versus demons it's you know that angels are on god's side and demons are on the devil's side <laughs> and uh you know that that's a big i think that that comes from christianity and, and the the battle against you know good versus evil god versus satan they're all um, the same thing they just vary in different cultures <laughs> true i guess people don't want to hear the truth <laughs> yeah no yeah it's it's like you know it it, it does there's there's always um, whether, you know, in, in, in heathenry, it's, you know, chaos versus order, you know, it's the mm-hmm. Jotun against the God, against the gods, which the Jotun are a, a race of the gods. It's just that their, their focus, their, their intent is to destroy and to be chaotic and to, you know, dismantle the order that is set by the gods, you know, the natural order of things. So there's this constant you know, struggle between them that, you know, and that's, it, that's, that's the mythology aspect, but we see it in nature. You know what I mean? That there's always, there's always struggles between, um, you know, maintaining yeah. order. And then there's the, those destructive forces that come in and, and tear things apart. And then there's the rebuilding of it all. There's the rebirth of this whole cyclic or cyclic um, aspect of, of life and reality you know, so whatever name you want to put to it, you know, is it, you know, angels and demons? Is it God and Satan? Is it, you know, the gods and the giants? Is it, what is yeah. it? You know, it's, yeah. And, you it's know, all of it, uh, I think. In the, <laughs> you know, in, it, in the book of Enoch, you know, uh, they make reference to the, the watchers and the watchers were these fallen angels uh, that came down to earth and watch over the humans. Hmm. And um, there's not any mention of that in the Bible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Now I remember coming from, you know, uh, or, or like first being exposed to the book of Enoch when you first, like you and I first started talking about this kind of thing, because, you know, for the years that you and I have known each other, we've really only started getting into this type of conversations relatively recently, like within the last couple of years, I would say. Um, and like when I first was exposed to the book of Enoch, it was, it was an audio book type of thing on, on a, on a YouTube video. And we sat there just mm-hmm. talking and, and listening or whatever. And I was like, this is blowing my freaking mind. Cause me coming from the background of, in, you know, of Christianity and, you know, reading through those old Testament books where Enoch is basically just a, you know, he's almost an afterthought. Like he's mentioned mm-hmm. in Genesis and then throughout the old Testament and, and, and throughout the Bible. But it's more or less just like, yeah, he was Enoch was Enoch. And, and you know, there's very little gone in depth about him. And then you've got this book that's <laughs> whoever, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's like it, it's a it's a it's a saga in and of itself, you know, listening to it, reading through it or whatever. And it's like, man, there's yeah. there's a whole faith or a whole spirituality, I, I guess, built around that lore and built, built around yeah. that mythology. And it's it's fascinating that so much uh was either excluded um from you yeah. know, quote the bible to i guess but, not sorry to interrupt to you but but um i was doing some more reading uh in it today after i got off of work and there's a lot of places in the bible especially revelation which is the one everyone wants to preach about where um you can find passages from the book of enoch that are in revelation and other parts of the bible they're just worded differently yeah i felt i saw the similarities when i was like listening to that audio book of the book of enoch and i'm like this sounds a lot like what i would expect from you know book of revelations you know what i mean the yeah. descript the, the the words used to describe things and and you know the these experiences these creatures where where the the speaker um you know like in revelation it's it's john but in you know the book of enoch i guess it's it's enoch i mean it's you know he's describing being here being there talking to this one going here seeing this seeing that and it's like he was in like this almost he was definitely out of his body you know what i mean like he was caught up somewhere mm-hmm. and experienced or saw things and and was able to retain and, and document it for whatever reasons but like it is it's like you know why was that why was that you know excluded you know like what could you possibly stand to to gain from excluding something like that. And I think it's the, the trying to, to gatekeep the, the reality or the truth um, of this whole thing. Cause it, cause again, the, the Bible is pitched in the very, you know, God wins mm-hmm. <laughs> right <Yeah. laughs> all the time. Right. Um, and uh, Satan is obviously the enemy and Lucifer uh, as, as a, you know, um, as an angel, it was a fallen angel, and therefore an enemy. You know, so they pitched this whole, you know, the fallen angels as as the equivalent to demons because yeah. they they've fallen away from God. You know, and uh, 
don't know, you know, I've talked a bit about that too, but like mm-hmm. this whole, uh, again, trying to like usurp the authority, but not to, because it, you know, because like, Hey, you, 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 you've, you've overstayed your welcome. You, you, you've ruled long enough and, and you, you've taken advantage of, uh, your, your, your leadership, your, your power. You've, you've, and it's time for somebody else to, to take so, over. Uh, kind of thing. In the, in the book of Enoch, he's referred to as Lord of the spirits. Who um, is God. Ah, gotcha, he's gotcha. referred to as the Christian God. He's referred to uh, many times in the book of Enoch as the Lord of spirits. Mm. Um, they also refer to, um, uh, I, I don't know if it, like an angel or being uh, referred to as the elect and also as uh, the Lord of man. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's three, three different uh, spirits that are mentioned. Uh, I think they may be referring to the to the um, to the Holy Trinity or, or something. Maybe I, I don't know, um, but um, it could just be worded in, in a different way. But I just think that all that is interesting that, that it's uh, it, they don't talk about God. I mean, they they bring up the word God in there, but. Um, but they also refer to God as Lord of Spirits. Sure. So he's mentioned in, he's got several different references that he's mentioned, but he's mentioned many times as the Lord of Spirits. I thought that was interesting. It is. And you're, uh, you're like this, whole, your whole take on your, your spirituality, you know, you mentioned that, you know, <clears throat> your, your work, your, um, you know, during full moons or, or during times when, you know, there's, you, you mentioned the month of August and that, that there's hold some significance, significance, um, yeah. with Astaroth, like what is that all based on? And, and, and how has that become something that you've like, I guess, incorporated into your spirituality and, and, and stuff? So like, where the, you... Um, that is something, uh, another little piece of information that I guess people could look up as well. Um, there are gods that hold power and, you know, in certain months. Um, so if you were to take all the 12 months, there's a, there's a, a deity uh, that is most powerful during that month. Hmm. And uh, in my case, since I worship Astaroth, uh, he would, fall under august gotcha mm-hmm. are they jealous gods you know what i mean like and i know that's like maybe a weird term to, to to put it but like let's say for just whatever reason like maybe you're feeling a little froggy and you want to jump around to explore some of the other beings right some of the other demons or some of the other you know sacred figures in your beliefs is it like not okay for you to do that or is it just like ah whatever you know like they don't care it's so much as it's they don't feel like you're cheating on one the other you know what i'm saying like would astaroth be pissed if you went off to like you know lucifer or uh, mm-hmm. i'm just tossing a name out there you know just anything like that is it <laughs> no <laughs> are they just um, cool with each other like oh you're talking to richard now okay whatever i'll see him later it's kind of like a bunch of people who like talk shit uh <laughs> 
so uh it's basically how how it is you know like oh you're gonna talk to belial huh he's he's kind of a short stinky motherfucker you know or (laughs) something like that um that's how that's that's how that goes they all kind of operate within the same entity as lucifer but uh they they all separate energies but they all like aspects of aspects of lucifer aspects of mm-hmm. the same just different mm-hmm. parts of, yeah. of one okay so different maybe personalities or just aspects of that mm-hmm. so is that is that the same as like Aster? is mm-hmm. astaroth just another personification of or aspect of lucifer or, or is it like something entirely different in in this view it's of- another aspect uh i guess you could say um it's all part of the uh I'm trying to think of other ways to explain it without getting too deep. Um, it's another. We pulled, we pulled the gloves off. I mean, we we put our yeah. big boy britches on. So let's get it. Yeah. Let's get it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right. So uh, I, he, um, in layman's terms, I guess would be operate. They all, all operate on the same umbrella as Lucifer. Uh, there's, I guess you could say, different personalities. Okay. So, what are all what different are some aspects of the, of the same energy, of the one energy? Yeah. So, you're not necessarily talking to the same, to, talking to a different being. You're just talking to a different side of, different, two sides of the same coin or four mm-hmm. sides of the same box or, yeah. you know. And this is how I see it. You know, gotcha. they're yeah. they're in in other uh, books. You know, they they are separate, uh, but re- that's not how I see it. Yeah, no, and it reminds me a little bit um, something that I can relate to. It reminds me of what you know, hard polytheists and soft polytheists. Where you know, hard a hard polytheist is is you know, each god and goddess are are separate entities. They are they are individuals in and of themselves. They own they all have their own um you know individual thing about them and then you got you mm-hmm. know the soft polytheists which view the the gods as as a you know um allegorical or or you know they're representations of all the same thing you know they're just different aspects of it um mm-hmm. so, so similar i mean and, and that may be a poor description no, it's not a, whatever, i wouldn't say that's kind of a poor the, way of explaining it but kind of no. that's what it, that's what you were saying. It kind of reminds me of, of something mm-hmm. like that, where you've got you kind of have one thing, and then you're gonna have some people that you know view it maybe somewhere along your lines, where it's you know different sides of the same coin, but ultimately under one umbrella. And then you've got others that, well, nope, Astroth is Astroth, and you know, I don't know. Yeah, there, there, you're, there's gonna any probably of the others be some be. people that are be like no it's all they're all separate you know and that's fine they you know people can have uh their their opinions on that you know it's okay right. you know? whatever they're i'm not here to fight you <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the upg i think um what we call upg mm-hmm. and he is unverified personal gnosis it's it's the which i think is a lot of what you're gonna have in the occult and and stuff because it is so based off of just myth and lore and and whereas you know you know how how far back does does do beliefs like this really go you know and and where can you trace its roots back to truly you know where what at what 
is there a timeline that you can say like, hey, you know, at certain at a certain point in history, this is how people in ancient Babylon or wherever the hell that you know mm-hmm. you want to say just this is how they did it and how they worship gods because you read about names like i think astroth is even mentioned in the bible in the old testament bible as being one of the gods of um you know the babylonians i think maybe uh and i'm a bit rusty on some of my you know old testament lore and 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 knowledge but i want to say that yeah uh, i think i think he might be mentioned uh and some other and some of his other names yeah. uh so i think in the other names he's mentioned uh, other yeah. places too. i know lucifer is definitely mentioned but lucifer is 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 referred to as you know the the shining one and and the the, the, the one who fell from he was like the light there, there was yeah there was there was you know there was god and then there was lucifer and it was like he was right there uh, almost like at the right, the archangel, almost kind of a thing, which mm-hmm. uh, that's another interesting dynamic, you know, the, 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 the hierarchical structure. So you talk about, um, you know, venerating a God, um, a deity, a, a demon, whatever the name is that you want to put to it. Um, there's different ranks, right? Different, different uh, positions that these figures hold. Um, and, how has that experience been? Like, does that matter when it comes to uh, how you approach them or how you work with them in your spiritual practices? Because I'm, I guess I'm, what I'm asking is, is like, is is dealing with you know the Grand Duke of Hell any different um, than you would deal with you know the Lightbringer, uh, Lucifer? And again, we're going into some of that like, mm-hmm. well, it's all the same person or the the same thing, right? Uh, different facets or different faces of it, but. Is there anything like that that you can maybe enlighten yeah. us about, or, or you know? It's interesting. Uh, there's been times of uh, summoned Astaroth and uh, wanting to to speak to Lucifer, and uh, and being told, um, "Well, you are speaking to him," huh. and. Uh, that's where I started to 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 think a little differently when it comes when it comes to approaching these gods. You know, yeah. we were talking about like you know, it's the, you were talking about the soft poly, polytheistic. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I don't think I, I, I call that as a label. It's just my experience. Um, so. Yeah, there's that. And then um, I'm trying to answer your question. Uh, Almost got lost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, no, I meant like, you know, you know, is is how you approach these deities any different based on their because, I mean, I could, you know, just if if somebody were to go out and just start looking up the names or, or Googling the names of these demons and stuff. And oh, well, he's, you know, he commands 40 legions while this other guy over here. You know, he commands 80 legions. He sounds like a pretty, you know, a, a much more important guy or much more important figure. It's like, you know, do you have any uh, restrictions um, uh, mm-hmm. or are there are there ways? It's almost like, you know, <clears throat> the way that I look at it is like, well, when we come to the gods and our beliefs, like in, in heathenry, like there's there's a there's a way to go about it that we know we're going to reach them. And it's, you know, in a very uh, uh, 
ordered and ritual sense you know it's not like you just mm -hmm. wake up one day and start talking to the gods like you would talk to your friend it's you approach them in a certain way out of respect because they are sacred yeah. they are sacred beings and so you you approach them and you do certain things to set the tone and set the um the the precedence of of trying to engage with them and is there anything that maybe mirrors that sort of approach with your gods or your so um i can only answer this just based on my experiences of course yeah. um i i'm very bad at meditation um i'm terrible at it i have a hard time focusing um and for i can relate a, yeah and for a long time i uh uh, with my friend who exposed me to uh, this type of faith, this type of belief system, um, was she was uh, she could commune uh, or uh, you know summon them through her, so to speak, as a conduit. Gotcha, like a, like uh, a medium or a yeah, yeah, yeah gotcha. And so those, that was my experience when it came to communicating with them is they would come through her. And um, that took a lot of energy out of someone. Um, eventually got to the point where um, she couldn't, she could no, no longer do that and I had to find my own way. Just, she couldn't do it for you anymore, right? Mm -hmm. It got like, to a certain point where she couldn't couldn't no longer do that. It was becoming a little too taxing, mm. and um, so I had to. So I have to respect that, you know, yeah. as a friend, and um, and so that set me on a different path since then, right? Um, mm -hmm. And basically one of the last messages I got with them was, you know, don't communicate with us until you're ready. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much just yeah. like, don't talk to me until you get your shit together. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, and, and they, they said, you know, to me, you'll know when you're ready, you know, and, um, and so I, I, for about 10 years or so, I kind of put all, a lot of it to the side. And, uh, and I, I did, kind of discovered the book of Enoch on my own. Um, so before all, before the book, you know, the book of Enoch came to play in my life uh, and everything, I was, I was really wanting to do the whole woo-woo stuff. And a lot of bad things happened to me uh, during that time. It wasn't all uh, good. Um, there was, I was going through some bad times in my life. I was over, trying to overcome a lot of things. Um, some of the, you know, some of my experiences were good. Some of my experiences were bad. Um, and, um, so when I came across the book of Enoch, um, it opened up my eyes again. 
um, after putting a lot of the stuff away for a while on the back burner, so to speak. It's not that I quit believing in it. I just kind of put it all in the back of my mind. I was like, you know, not the right time, huh? Okay. Well, I got to figure myself out before I can take, take this, you know, head on a little bit more seriously. Yeah. So, no, I yeah. can relate, you know, like so much of, uh, so much of what I feel we see in um, newcomers to this particular path to heathenry is, is their immediate desire um, to connect with the sacred and, and to connect with the gods. And what do I do for the gods and what do the gods do for me and this and that. And there's a loss um, or they, they, they seem to overlook the importance of, first of all, um, yourself and the people around you you know um, everything needs to exist strongly first at the you know uh, the boots on the ground you know the family unit the clan the tribe you know that sort of thing and that's where where we've really found the strength of our beliefs is is with each other you know because when you need something the gods aren't going to do it for you you're you're going to rely on your your people you know You're going to rely on the, on your loved ones, your family, your 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 tribe, you know, your extended family, your kith, um, which is just another term that we use to describe yeah. those kind of extended yeah. family members, you know, like you. I mean, you've 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 been there, you you've experienced it because you've been a part of our, you know, tribe rituals and and things yeah. like that, and you've seen that, um, you know, that that that's something that we do to connect to the sacred, but the day to day stuff is is all with each other you know, mm-hmm. um, and that solidifies and it strengthens our approach. And there was, you know, I was talking about not to get off topic or whatever, but just to kind of like continue the conversation and, and see how it goes. But like, I had a thing happen this past weekend that uh, we were supposed to be going on a camping thing. And it was supposed to be a very, um, you know, spiritually enlightening thing. We were we were going to be camping out on, you know, uh, Dingo's um, family lands, the Odal lands over there in, in Lewisburg, yeah. Tennessee. And, uh, you know, had a, had a, had this plan for months, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, it didn't happen. It didn't work out. And it was very discouraging for all of us when it didn't, um, yeah. the situation, the circumstances that arose that prevented us from doing it. Um, but it was all very significant too, because we, you know, come to find out that if we had gone and, you know, made the plans and 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 kept those plans, that we would have potentially put ourselves and our loved ones at risk, like medically and and and, and stuff at risk. Wow. And that's not good because you know if no. if your if your people are are exposed to illness and sickness knowingly, you know, uh, or even not knowingly, it's just it's very interesting how the whole thing lined up. Um, yeah, it was it was it was it was quite honestly, it's it, it's been one of the like most horrible weekends that I've had in a long time. Yeah, um, and it was supposed to be a really fun weekend, and it was like a, a complete one eighty flip. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times the way I think that people in any faith or in any religion, um, they, they automatically want to go to and say, well, what did I do to anger the gods, right? What did I do to piss off 
the gods or, or, or something for them to not favor me in this or why didn't things work out? And I yeah. didn't. Like, this is one of the first times where I was just like, I didn't look at it as like, I must have done something wrong to anger the gods for them to not favor us in this. I didn't look at it that way. I looked at it as things happened. Things were woven. Events were woven into the threads of our weird that, that could not be changed, that could not be altered. And it was for a very specific reason. And it was, and it was so strong. Those threads were, were so strong that nothing could have thundered that. And it was mm -hmm. for the it was for the preservation, and for the safety and for the health of our tribe, which is significant. Knowing where what our beliefs are and, and and how we view the world, and it's like, yeah, had had the tribe been put at risk, you know, and uh, it, it it would have just been a domino effect of of bad juju, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you talked um, earlier about energy and putting energy out. Um, mm -hmm. And, and stuff i would i would like to hear you know what your process is about that if you want to kind of open up the veil a little uh, bit get, get us behind the scenes open the curtain a little bit and tell us a little bit yeah. about what that means because i'm sharing with you what that means for us and mm -hmm. what does that mean for you so you wanted you wanted the gloves to come off right this is this is where they're knuckles baby yeah let's, <laughs> let's you know <laughs> um we as humans are stupid we're so god strong right <laughs> hey quote that we as humans are stupid um <laughs> that's, that's the truth right um too many faiths uh, have you see it all the time you know uh, especially christianity and i'm not trying to knock anyone who's christian yeah but there's a lot of times that everyone is all about god this god that God did this to me. Jesus did this to me. Or, um, or, or take it to other faiths. Loki did this to me, or, you know, Odin did this to me. Thor did this to me. Why? Uh, Thor. Or, um, or, you know, someone like me who's just like, ah, oh, Astaroth or a Lucifer or, um, you know, we all want to pray to our God. We're, we're, we're like, we've got to, be so much into prayer, it's got to be so God-driven. Um, we go, especially when we're in just discovering a new uh, faith, especially, you know, if you were to get into Nokian magic and so you just want to be God-strong and wanting about commune with them because, you know, that is power. We as humans are stupid because we want to go after power too much and this is just my opinion i'm like you know i'm just speaking for myself here um so that's so the further we the better we can recognize that and have a comeback to, to earth um so to speak uh that that is that is where people make their most mistakes is uh being a little too god strong or being too power hungry yeah uh, if i summon this summon that want to do spells and want to do this and that and, um instead of focusing on you uh if you can't get yourself right you can't get it you can't get the, the powerful stuff right you know yeah. you're not uh 
and 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 there's a is a very fine line and you know like you say you know being so uh so god strong or so 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 power hungry like what is what comes with that you know at what cost you know because you seek and you, you want to become powerful or whatever like, well you know that, that 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 you run a great risk of of letting it damage yeah like dominion and 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 trying to rule things that you have no business being ruling over you know what i mean like i think yeah for for a lot of folks like with, with you you were talking earlier about the uh you know um the some of maybe some of the pitfalls or the mistakes you made um the good experiences but the bad experiences when you try to deal with these sacred figures and 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 you're not prepared you're not ready you're not you think you are you know you think well if i do the xyz i'm going to get a result but you end up you end up getting sometimes you may with, end up end up uh getting something across uh giving something put back on you that is uh hurtful uh and i feel like well, that's i mean I'll, I'll just come out and say it i mean um i know people have different opinions when it comes to possession but it happened to me Mm-hmm. And um, I do not remember hardly any of it. I mean, maybe a couple flashes here and there, but um, I was just lucky enough that I had some friends that were able to help uh, push push me through that. Yeah, because I was not in control of myself at that point. And, um, so that's, that, that's a big statement for me to say this on, 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 on a podcast. Um, um, so it's, uh, it's took me a long time for me to be able to talk about things like that. So, uh, so I'm here and saying it, it happened to me. I got possessed and, um, that was one of the real big come back down to earth moments like you were down with something you didn't understand and because i was wanting to know it all wanting to commune with it all and you know put myself out there well you can put yourself out there but you got to know how to protect yourself yeah yeah and i know that you know with um any 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 kind of dealings whether it's you know um you know, we, we have certain terms that, that are tossed around in heathenry, you know, uh, say their, say the work. Um, basically mm-hmm. it's that kind of, um, uh, connecting with realms that you can't see connecting with beings and with, and, and, and with places that are unseen to us in with our mortal eyes. And, um, you know, if you just, if you force it, if you try to go about it all, you know, willy nilly, um you run the risk of of doing more harm than good and then and, and not even getting out of it what you potentially could um because you've you've gone about it the wrong way either you're i'm gonna have a another podcast coming up in a few weeks talking about the differences between intent and purpose mm-hmm. and on this and on the surface you know those two things um are seemingly the same right um yeah. but i want to go into the, and, and talk about like that because you know what you intend to do is one thing the purpose behind it is another and there and there's 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 glaring differences between those two things with a lot of 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 
the the spiritual type stuff you know the woo woo stuff as you're talking about you know so when you mm -hmm. try to commune with a deity or when you try to connect with a realm that is not part of you know your your in, in the profane space you know and trying to reach those places it's yeah there's a lot to take into factor and to take into consideration and it is it's 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 taxing it's draining i know what your friend's mm -hmm. talking about with you know being that conduit being that medium um yeah. it takes a lot i mean i know just from my limited experience trying to connect and trying to get certain places in my recent time i've i've had to um uh travel outside of my body and and, and do things that i don't normally do and it was like so so taxing and so draining um for myself so you know i can't imagine it actually it wasn't even for myself it was it was it was a combination of of for another dear brother of mine uh, of ours you know him too well yeah. for the sake of anonymity we'll uh we'll just say corvus um and it, you know it, it involved the two of us and and our families and uh it was it was it's been it's been like such a such an emotionally spiritually um and even physically taxing and draining experience so um mm -hmm. to to uh i don't know to 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 not take that so lightly you know when, when people are like oh you know what i do with the gods and then this and then that and you know i don't know it's it's romanticized to a point mm -hmm. um to an extent i think and, and people think that you're going to be just like this great being now all of a sudden because of that's not really all that man you know like it's <laughs> yeah you can't just pick up a stone in your driveway and call yourself call yourself a spiritual healer right yeah i mean <laughs> you can, and you can't you can't you know you can't you can't pick up a, a spoon and a, and, a, and a pot and call yourself a chef you know right. you can't uh you can't do any of that stuff without practice without you know taking the time to learn the craft and and perfect it and fail along the way a whole bunch of times mm -hmm. You know what I mean, and and fail I say is, is in like a very loose term because I feel that as long as you learn, yeah. um, and and stuff like that, that's that's one right. experience that I had from from my own. It's like you know, well, I I I did what I did, and I don't I didn't feel like I got where I was trying to get, but I got close, you know. Mm -hmm. um, like I didn't, I, I traveled, I had a destination I was trying to reach, and I didn't feel like I reached that destination, but I feel like I got close. And um, I talked about this in the last podcast where it's like, that's not a failure. You know, you got as far as you could get. And now yeah. you remember the way, the, 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 the turns and the dead ends and, and the dips along the way, the, the, the journey doesn't really change. It's just how far along further you get. So mm -hmm. now you know, right? And that, okay, so you know how to get there up to that point, And then maybe you are able to get a little bit further the next time. And yeah. you, you know, the way to get there, you know, the, you, uh, you know, you, you can follow directions and you've got the roadmap laid out. It's just a matter of navigating yeah. some of the, the, the pitfalls or the. the I think to me, uh, what, what was really big for me was, um, you know, that happened and, um, and it was terrible, you know, but I had to, okay. I had to figure out like, you know, it, it was scary. And, um, but I didn't want to just 
throw it all away. I was like, I made a mistake, you know, made a a bad, bad mistake. But uh, I knew I could get through it. I just got to figure out, you know, a new starting point. And I figured, why not try to learn a little bit of everything? And that's where I kind of picked up some of my ideas along the way. You know, pick up a little here from the Book of Enoch, a little bit over here from, you know, the the Satanic Bible, or a little here from uh, Hinduism or Buddhism, you know. Wow. And um, so you're very much a hodgepodge like you said crockpot of of spirituality i I feel like if i if i'm gonna want to commune with uh, a powerful energy um that i gotta know as much as i can um the 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 more you know (laughs) Uh, the more you know the more you know rainbow (laughs) right the more you know (laughs) so so true um as bland as it sounds it is so true um i mean but there is a um, price that comes with all that knowledge too man you know what i mean i don't know how you feel but like sometimes you can just know too much and at what cost you know how much of your sanity how much of your you know do you do you do you give up do you sacrifice in the pursuit of knowledge i look at like an example is like odin you know in in his in his relentless pursuit of knowledge and things and and how it's driven him literally into madness you know he's it's one of his names you know the mad one and he's and he's you know all these characteristics that encompass a figure like odin in our in our lore so there's a there's a warning i think to to be to be learned you know what i mean like there's a lesson to be learned there like so don't, even though it goes so far of, yeah, down the so, rabbit hole. <laughs> so even though I picked up, you know, all these different things here and there along the way, you know, um, that's 20 years mm. for me. So um, when I think of it, you know, it's a lifetime for me. So this whole experience is just going to continue. And I'm a terrible reader. Um, I, I can't keep a book up no more than an hour um sometimes 30 minutes yeah like i'm a terrible reader like i will fall asleep if i yep. read too much because yep. i get too comfortable and all of a sudden uh, i'm yep. snoozing yep um and so I, I i pick up i pick little pieces here and there i just divide my time you know like so yeah. yeah, even though I've been kind of go grazing Enoch, a little bit, yeah. even though I've been reading this book of Enoch, I've had this book for a few years now, and I tell you what, I'm still <laughs> I get, out of a 200, 150, 200 page, what 300 page book, <laughs> I'm on page sixty eight. You got you. <laughs> it reminds me of that one. Uh, you ever watch SpongeBob? Yeah. Remember that one? You remember that one episode where SpongeBob? He's like, I gotta write this um, this report or this essay, and he's like, Okay, I've got my, I got my paper, I've got my pencil, I've got my this, I, 
I'm ready and the juices are flowing. And he's like scribbling like mad, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah it's just so good. Uh. And, and like the camera like zooms in and all he's got is the word the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in like fancy calligraphy and, and whatever, you know? It's me. But yeah. I'm so I'm so into reading. I want to learn a thirst for knowledge, you know, and you've got like, you know, a, a paragraph. You're like, OK, that's enough for one night. You know, <laughs> just, yeah. Uh, that book you you got me uh, for Inoking Magic. Yeah, that was a um, Yule this year, right? Back in almost, yeah January. Yeah. What it was? Yeah, that was a Yule gift, I think. I think I'm on chapter two. <laughs> <laughs> you might you might get to chapter three by Yule this year. I, I think I might I think I might get to chapter three when I'm sixty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many words are we going to get through today? <laughs> Man, I, I'm just a terrible reader. Like I I am. I hate reading for one. So that that's well, I know what not to get you know. anymore. Books. Right. Don't give me books. <laughs> I'm like, man, he'll if love this. And you're a, like, oh shit, a book. If it's not in a Marvel movie or, <laughs> or you know, uh if it's not in a Marvel movie or Star Wars, I don't want to fucking see it. <laughs> Are there pictures? Yeah. They're pictures? They're titties? No. <laughs> we'll just have to throw in some memories and every every so often just to keep your attention you know exactly that you know for anybody who writes spiritual books you need we need more illustrations yeah yeah we're simple-minded people here guys you know we need we need like flashy things you know pictures and 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 you know that sort of stuff you know yeah keep our attention (laughs) yeah (laughs) Maybe that's maybe that's why the uh, maybe that's why the the, the Germanic people didn't uh, write down all this stuff. That's why we're having so so hard a time. Because they're going to be like, <laughs> do you want to read like, this? Nobody's going like, to read this. No, I don't want to read this. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You realize how many years it took for us to come up with this? Nobody's going to want to read that. You know, right. that was it's reading. Boring. Anyway. What are words? Drink beer. Skull. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> We figured it out. We figured out why why we don't have the books. Why why it took the monks and uh, and everything because they were um, celibate. They're like, tell us what it. Tell They're us like, the well, meaning. we don't have. They're like, tell us the meaning of uh, you know spiritual connection. I'm like, just put your fucking energy out there. Just <laughs> fast something. <laughs> Sit down, and be quiet, and listen. You know, kind of thing. You know, right? Listen to what the yeah, and and that's you know. A lot of times, man, I feel like that's it, it. It helps me when I just can sit somewhere where there's not a lot of distractions. And if that means, you know, going out into the woods or going for a walk, getting out, getting out in nature where, yeah. you know, um, technology isn't uh, saturated. You know what I mean? It's, you know, we're, we're, we are so saturated with technology nowadays. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's just the way it is. Um so I feel like, you know, getting back to our roots and getting back to the, the the way, you know, it was, you know, even not all that long ago, because if you think about it, um, in my lifestyle, in my lifespan, right, in the last 30 years, where technology was uh, when I was born and when I was a kid to where it is now, it's mind blowing to see just how connected we are to the world around us. Mm-hmm. Um like literally down to the second, down to the, you know, down to the, you know, minutes. We don't, we don't wait, we don't turn on the news or, or get a paper 
or whatever anymore newspaper to, to, to find out world events. We turn our, we open our phones, we log into our social media and we see articles about it and we know about it literally minutes after it's reported or within out, you know what I'm right. saying? And it's crazy to think like how we have this uh, overwhelming, we, we have this, these overwhelming wealth of information coming at us, you know, yeah. whether you want to call it true or not, you know, but uh, right. Um, but we, but regardless, uh, there's a, we have devices that allow us access to so much information and, but yet we lose track of, uh, the important things like, you know, going for a walk, you know, you know, re- reflect on yourself, you know, and yeah. Checking in with our people, man, you know, and just being there for each other, like mm-hmm. really being there for each other, you know? Yeah. It is. It's important. And I think, you know, with any uh, <clears throat> with any spirituality, man, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, I love the fact that, you know, interfaith connections uh, and I feel like, the, you know, you and I are like, a, uh, I think, a good example of it, because even though our beliefs are, are quite different, um, we can still find similarities and connections and, and correlations to things. Um, and I feel like that's a possibility in any spirituality any religion really you know um yeah. that interfaith th- those interfaith connections to to display and, and and show the world that you know what you don't have to think the same way that i think and mm-hmm. or the way that he thinks or she thinks and you can actually learn from each other um and and coexist peacefully amicably and actually beneficially you know like mm-hmm. do things for one another that are beneficial towards one another and help each other you know, because at the end yeah. of the day, like it's humanity, man. We're all we're all planted on this rock, <laughs> right? You know what I mean. Right. Um, so how how do we make the most of it, and how do we do well for each other? Um, mm-hmm. You know, and that may seem a bit new agey. You know, oh, peace, love, and light, man. Like, no, there's darkness. You know what I mean? Like, there's reality. Mm-hmm. There's you know, I'm not trying to get all fluffy bunny woo woo. Yeah. Um, you know all feel up in the feel goods, whatever, but that's really just, you know, with the people that you connect with shouldn't matter what their religious or spiritual beliefs are or aren't. Um, because look at, look at us, man. Like we've, we talked about this before, um, how we connected on a level that was not anything to do with religion or or spirituality Mm -hmm. before we ever did. It just kind Mm -hmm. of worked its way into our lives because how couldn't it, you know what I mean? Like we weren't pushing it down each other's throats. And yeah. it wasn't something that was forced. It just kind of organically became part of our well, conversations. It, and, and then it, mm-hmm. I think that's beautiful, you know? Yeah. Like, um, I mean, going back, you know, how, you know, our friendship, you know, first started, you know, you were a photographer, uh, you were doing the photography thing for and doing all the metal line stuff. And, right. um, uh, the metalhead alliance and then you know and i was in a in a band and uh and you did photography for a few of our shows and that's how about yeah. you and you and uh vanessa and and then mm-hmm. um i just evolved from there and uh i think a couple of years went by or, or something and then uh i was like you live in murfreesboro well i live in murfreesboro yeah well, let's hang out okay yeah Yep. Come over for a beer. You like yep. beer? Okay. Yep. <laughs> beer, beer, beer. Beer is good. Yeah. Like, yeah. You drink, I drink, we drink. You know, like we, it we was, all drink. You know? 
Yeah. And if that's, yeah. you know, it was a commonality, you know, we, 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 we shared interests in the same things and that's where the, the seed was planted. And, uh, but I, I see, you know, a lot of people looking for connections and, and, and stuff nowadays and people need that. People want that. People are looking to connect with people, like-minded people. And yeah. that can be a hard thing um, to find people that think exactly the same way that you think. And I don't, I don't really subscribe to that. I don't want to know. I don't want to like, there's a fine line. Like I want to be around the, I want to be around people that <clears throat> think closely enough to the way I think that we can get along, but I don't want people that think exactly the way I think I like that. Yeah. And nobody should, you know what I mean? Like the diet, like you got to have some commonalities and, and some things to get along, but at the end of the day, in, individuals and, and, and how we all think and how we view the world, it's, yeah, that individuality is what is what really. And the thing um, is, you can't you can't force it. You you, you know right. you can't force like. Uh, and what I mean by that, you, you can't force those type of interactions. True. Um, uh, so like, like yeah, I want to meet some other like minded people that are of different faiths. Well, you can't just you know just go into a church and. <laughs> And, yeah and uh and expect people to to like like you you know right. and um so they get to know each other first man like, yeah sit, like sit down and and is just you know literally just you know shoot chill. the breeze talk about yeah chill talk about just anything everything oh you know what kind of movies you like? i don't know just whatever just the mundane type stuff find those yeah. kind of commonalities and then see where things go and then but it's definitely, man, I know that's, that's, that's one thing that as we wrap this podcast up, that's one thing that, you know, <clears throat> this pandemic, uh, you know, has, has really, I think, brought to light is our, you know, our, our, our inherent nature to want to be with people because we were, we were separated. We were, we were quarantined. We were isolated mm-hmm. uh, for, for, and, and, and thrown into that isolation pretty violently, if you think about it within a short period of time, you know, um, and you took advantage or, you know, one might say, you know, we took advantage of just the normal stuff, you know, the, the normal social interactions that nowadays aren't quite so normal. Yeah. Um, there's a new normal now and, Mm -hmm. uh, it's, 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 it's alarming and it's, but still we, we, we want that connection. We want that, you know, that ability to connect with people beyond just a screen beyond just a chat bubble. You know what I mean? Like see people face to face and talk and experience things and share that kind of stuff. And that, that's really where it boils down to man to me is, is, you know, that has to exist. It has to exist for humanity, for society to, Mm -hmm. to thrive. Um, So forced martial law no i'm just playing <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just you know let's just all get out here and just let's, just, let's be done with it yeah yeah let's <laughs> be like planet of the apes here soon yeah. <laughs> but um anyways um this damn is a dirty lot of fun. <laughs> damn dirty ape all right but yeah man this was a lot of fun i had a lot of fun and i yeah. appreciate you coming on here and then uh talking Always. about you know various things it was enlightening and i hope it was enlightening for everybody that's listening and watching you know um it's always nice to have people on here that uh just offer a different spin you know 
anytime you want to do this again and Perfect. you know take the gloves off again and talk on some other subjects yeah. uh you know uh I, I've always wanted to talk about symbols and their power. Oh man. Well, and that'd just, be, that, that could go, be a whole, that could be a whole podcast episode in and of itself, not just a side note on things, but yeah, symbols and their power. I, uh, I had a thing where I was, I did a video on that not too long ago. Well, it's been a while now, but yeah, I would love to, to rap more about something like that maybe in another one. So yeah, mm-hmm. we can take that. Cause that kind of goes along with that and put yourself out of energy and stuff like that. So Oh, yeah. sure. Oh, I think that's a, I'll, I'll put that on the table for uh, the next time, maybe uh, later on in the month of November. We've got a whole bunch of cool guests lined up um, over the next several weeks into the into November. Um, maybe we have you back, you know, either either then or, or before yeah. before the end of season two. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I could be so. like the season finale. I can be like uh yeah, you Luke, could be. Luke Skywalker showing up. In the you better dress up for like... it, though. You know, <laughs> <laughs> put some, uh, put some, some, some frosted tips on that faux hawk of yours or whatever. You know. Oh yeah. Glitter up the beard. You know, make it, make it, make it a, make it sparkle. Yeah. <laughs> make it a finale <laughs> worthy of uh, of the ages. You know. Oh yeah. But that's that's <clears throat> awesome. So uh, everybody, that's you know tuned in today and, and is watching listening and stuff um just want to say thank you for all the all the folks that are listening and watching you guys you know make this what it is um be sure to always you know follow the the podcast check the show notes upvote it share whatever the platform is that you're listening and watching this on any way that you can support the podcast please consider to do so don't forget that you can also be featured on a, a random heathen ramblings podcast by dialing into the Midgard Musings hotline 615-671-9832. Leave a voicemail. We'll share your thoughts here um, in a future episode. Um, but for now, I'm going to uh, bid my guest here, Richard McCune, the awesome Richard McCune. Thank you for your time. Don't forget, tonight, to, sir. Don't forget to bash me on the internet. Bash <laughs> you on the internet. I'll bash you in real life. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> talking about taking the gloves off. I'll be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, everybody, thank you so much uh, for your support. Uh, Richard, don't go anywhere. We'll we'll touch base real quick before you end your night. Right. Um, but yeah, thank you all so much uh, for your support today and always. Um, so hail, take care, and we'll see you guys all in the next episode. <laughs>